Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, we had a clerical error there. Oh boy! Uh, well, anyway, it's that's... gonna be one of those days. Welcome to the Danish and O'Neill podcast. Glad you're here. Episode seventy-two. Buckle your shoe because it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Yeah, we're in North Carolina, sweet Caroline. Uh uh. Oh, or as your I hand call jobs it, never felt so good, so good, so good. I call it the best Carolina. Do you? Yeah. Is that a shot at Andrew DeWitt? All the shit from North Carolina flows down to the South Carolina. Wow, that's, uh, that's that Bold hurts. statement, yes. It cuts deep, dude. Right now, we're just trying to figure out the seating arrangement. Yeah, it's, it's tough pure seating, chaos right now. Pure chaos. Uh, I forgot the speaker in Los Angeles. And speaking of forgetting... This has been, uh, it's been a beautiful trip. We're out here doing stand-up, but it's also been a tough trip for me because right next door to the hotel is a beautiful YMCA, which I was not, uh, I did not know was there. How could you have known it was there? I don't know. No it wasn't in the brochure. It was not in the brochure. We're staying at the beautiful Doubletree Resort. <laughs> and spa. Uh, and... Um, yeah, I didn't bring my swim trunks just because why would I? I let you. I offered you let you use mine. I brought mine. Yeah, but I don't have goggles. I, I knew a, that there was going to be a pool somewhere. But I don't have a cap. I don't have my earplugs. So you can't just slum it for one day? Dude, I got long hair. It'd be all in my face. Look like seaweed <laughs> covering my eyes. You know, you just don't like change. No, it's not that I don't like change. It's And I've been told, whoa, you almost kicked the uh, machine over there. <laughs> This is a real shit show. Move over in this corner more. You're in the corner like baby in Dirty Dancing. Schwazy would be pissed. Yeah, probably would be. We've, um, we've had uh, we had a good Thursday night show. Right now, this is a Saturday before the two shows tonight. We've had some good shows here. Friday was was the better shows. Last night, uh, thanks for coming out. Rick, his lovely lady, Sam, his lady, and Mike. Uh, we called Mike's coworker Stephen Bruno. I guess he couldn't make Bruno. it. Apparently, the big Bruno closed out on a new house. He's got a hot girlfriend. He's got a lot on his plate right now. Yeah. Hey, Bruno. 
Good talking to you. Bruno Mars. He was a little shocked at the initial call. Uh, yeah. And uh, Danish and O'Neal, if we hit your town, uh, we're, we're, <laughs> we're men of the people. We'll shake hands. We'll kiss babies. We'll make phone calls. Yeah. We'll also kiss ladies. We'll kiss your ladies. And uh, <laughs> Jesus, you guys have a fucking annoying voice of all time. <laughs> you hate that. You, it's, a, it's an homage to Bill Burr and an homage to Jerry Lewis at the same time. It's definitely more Jerry Lewis. Uh, great quote while talking to them from O'Neill. Uh, this was a, an intoxicated O'Neill, I believe. He said, I'm from Indiana. I snowmobile in jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike looked at me and he just, he, he was, felt like he was getting the real deal O'Neill live and in person. I think he felt like it was, he enjoyed what was happening. I'm so, an authentic uh, person. Thanks to those guys for coming out. It was great meeting you. Yeah, guys. Uh, definitely enjoyed it. We had a good time. We hung out for a while Gave him afterwards. some defunct Boner City stickers. Yeah, when you gave them to Rick. And then Rick gave them to Mike. <laughs> He's like, I don't really want these fucking stickers. Well, Mike had said on Twitter, like, where are my stickers? We couldn't find them. We had to stick around. We were looking around for them. Yeah. We sent out a search party. Uh, and also, shout out to Nick of the MMA Mad Podcast. Thanks for the mugs. Yeah, I picked them up the other day. It was a nice little surprise. I drank some uh, green tea out of it the other day. How was it? Tasted a lot better really? than it usually does. I think it's everything to do with the cup. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the news and notes. Also, when I do Muay Thai, I'm putting my balls in it, and I'm just strapping it to my to my groin. Okay. So it's my new cup. It's interesting. It's an interesting- <laughs> Take, take uh, a big kick to it. I don't know if it's going to work. Might, you might end up with some know. ceramic shards in your dick, but- I think it's going to come with- Also, big announcement, we might be doing a Christmas album. <laughs> yeah. We were walking down the street earlier today- uh, getting some bagels at an East Coast a bagelry called Brugger's Bagels. Big shout out to Brugger's Bagels. Uh, that was okay. Yeah, kind of small yeah. portions. And uh, I could tell that the salmon on mine was uh, farm raised. I'm a wild caught salmon man. <laughs> okay. So, wasn't a big fan. Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. And then we thought maybe what would happen if Danish and O'Neill did a Christmas album. Yeah, of just uh, covers of... Raunchy covers of all your favorite Christmas tunes. Yeah. It's beginning to smell a lot like butt sex. In every room we fuck. <laughs> uh, all right. So, <laughs> that's a little teaser. Little teaser. Don't forget for to you. pre order it. Yeah. This is from Joshua, Mr. Joshua. Oh, I remember that. Joshua. This is from uh, something in the UK. So apparently, uh, a guy named Giannis Magos, uh, that sounds like a Greek what, man. What nationality is that? It's a Greek. Giannis Magos? He's- uh, I don't know. It could be Lebanese. Yeah, I don't know what he is. He's a professional bodybuilder, um, and apparently he lost a recent contest, and he really fucking lost his mind. Uh, he walked over to the <laughs> to a judge, and he knocked him on the floor. He slaps the judge, what? knocks him down. There are also reports, according to Yahoo News, that the angry weightlifter threw the judge's table before pulling out his penis, although that part of his rampage was not shown on video. Wow. So what, did anybody else, none of these other bodybuilders, came in to like hold him back or anything? Here he is. Here's video footage. He... Uh, He's going buck wild. Yeah, I can see why he lost. He's pretty big. Yeah, he's not big enough to win a competition. Why'd I have to see the other guys? 
I'm not impressed. I, mean, I see why he lost. Burr Kreischer may have been in this competition. <laughs> Who knows? You've been thinking in your pants there. Maybe oh. you should work out. Maybe, hey, don't take the frustration out on the judges. Maybe you should go to the gym a little so longer. you think he should look inward? Yeah. Okay. Not, guy, slap, not slap judges? I, I, judging by his appearance, I see why he lost. What would you have done if he slapped you and then whipped out his dick? Would you have slapped his dick? I definitely would have. I would have done uh, the classic Dan Anik defense against Ari Shafir's uh, testicles. He and grabbed, dick. grabbed him and shook him. Grabbed, he violently shook him. Ari got scared. It says uh, Magos thought he was going to be declared the winner of the 100 kilogram division. No clue what weight that is in American. By longtime respected judge Armando Marquez at the 2016 IFBB Diamond Cup title. That's a prestigious, it's like the Catalina wine mixer of uh, bodybuilding. Are you sure? I'm positive. Unfortunately for him, he didn't win, which caused him to throw his weight around during a rather childish tantrum. A number of people online demanded that Magos be suspended, saying his performance was shameful. An evolution of bodybuilding, a bodybuilding news site has demanded he receive the harshest penalty. Yeah, you should just never be allowed to compete again. Their statement read, There is no place for the actions that followed in any sport, and especially in bodybuilding. Armando is a true gentleman to the sport of bodybuilding and is one of the hardest workers in the organization. <laughs> the competitor that was involved in the incident should get the harshest penalty that the IFBB can what give. What is that? Like a ruler to the tip of your dick? Like uh, slap it? I don't know. Maybe I think they take away your steroids and watch you shrink. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, well, I mean, this guy just booed him out permanently. Get him out. tossing people around. He's tossing. Flipping s- tables, whipping his dick out. He's tossing salads. Get this guy out of the game. And then uh, in other big news, um, this is big. I got this from a lot of people. It's turning a lot of heads. Okay. Even the great Perry Caravello of Windy City Heat fame was commenting on this story. Uh, it seems like it's beca- it's very big local news where we're from, but also I think it's, it seems like it's become kind of uh, national. I guess these days everything is all over the place. It's global. This is from the LA Times. Uh, state officials have issued a permit to kill the mountain lion known as P-45 <laughs> yeah. after the big cat was strongly suspected of slaughtering nearly a dozen alpacas and a goat. At ranches in the Malibu. Hills. I like how they, but they they don't even have actual evidence. No, it's just strongly could be aliens. Hey, you know what? P twenty two killed a fucking koala bear. Yeah, and they didn't get shit. P forty eight killed my uncle. Yeah, they didn't he, do anything to yeah, it. They, didn't. they gave him a medal. Well, my uncle was trying to bone him. <laughs> yeah, your uncle's a notorious puma fucker. <laughs> yeah, he wears pumas and he fucks pumas. <laughs> uh uh, yeah, well, dude, you're in the. You have fucking. What did it was it? Emus, alpacas. Oh, alpacas. Dude, also, he, I will say this: that mountain lion, if it did do it, got a little greedy by killing a fucking dozen of them. Well, sometimes you want one donut. Sometimes you want the dozen. You know, Baker's He's dozen. The, he couldn't eat all of those. He's well, just out there fucking around. I'll say it says, but the possibility of the roughly four-year-old male lion dying in a legally sanctioned hunt has sparked protest among some animal welfare groups, which call it unfair to punish the puma for acting on its instincts. I agree. Sacramento-based Mountain Lion Foundation. <laughs> that's like seems odd, but anyway. Said P-45 had evolved to stalk and pounce on wildlife, but his fenced-in livestock and other domesticated animals posed a mismatch to the lion's natural response. Once inside the enclosure, the prey have nowhere to run, and the cat's predatory instincts are triggered over and over again until it's killed every animal in the pen. The foundation said in a statement, this isn't play or viciousness, it's about self-protection. 
Jesus. This is a dramatic article. It is. The permit to hunt, I think my reading, is increasing the drama. Are you trying to get on the Steve Runazizi <laughs> never read? Uh, hear me this book? Hear me this book podcast? podcast? I'm trying. Trying to show what I can do. <laughs> Stretch my wings. The permit to hunt the puma was granted to the owner of a ranch off Mulholland Highway, a little Sycamore Canyon Road, where the lion killed 10 alpacas and injured two others. The others, some got away. Saturday night said Andrew uh, Huggin, a spokesman for the State Department of Fish and Wildlife. Second attack occurred Sunday night at a ranch about two miles away where an alpaca and a goat were killed. This thing's gone buck wild it's, for alpacas, dude. It loves the the pack. Yeah, it's going down. It's it, Now it's got a taste for alpaca meat. Yeah. And all it wants to do is fucking eat it. Once you go alpaca, you never go back. Up. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> the so-called... Depredation permit gives the ranch owner ten days to hire a hunter. You should have put your name in. By I don't want to. What am I? I'm a, and just slum it and not kill it. No, you you said you want to kill one. I, yeah, I want to kill one with my bare hands that is attacking me or is in my area. Oh, so you don't. Wanna, I don't want to go. You're not a bounty. I'm not hunter. going out there. No, you don't want to be dog. I, I I kill for me. I don't kill for others. Well, I'm, well, I'm not people, a, I'm not a mercenary. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I was just ex- just throwing it out there. You don't have to yell at me. It's not my fault. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I I think that this thing should live. So these people have ten days to hire a hunter to find the animal and kill it. Typically, hunters use a deer carcass to lure a cougar and shoot it with a rifle. Thanks for telling me that. The permit is valid. Only I thought they used uh, a human body in a bow and arrow. Yeah, I thought they used. I uh, <laughs> thought they used human children. Permits valid only within ten miles of the ranch. They love that ten. Ten days within ten miles. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> they really handicapping this guy. The homeowner did everything she could to protect her wildlife, said Huggin, noting that the animals were kept in a locked area with a Yeah, bu- except not build a fucking enclosure in fucking mountain lion territory. Yeah. Don't say you did everything to fucking keep these things safe. So they were kept in a locked area with a barbed wire motion sensing security lights. Ooh. He said this lion was very determined to get in there. Oh, really? Okay, so does he give a shit if motion lights go on? It doesn't matter. The motion lights are supposed to trigger you to get up off your ass and scare the fucking lion away. Say there's a guy with, say there's a guy with like a candy addiction let's just call him Ari Shafir and you put fucking motion lights in, around your Twizzlers and you're all your he's gonna get in there he's like oh uh, thank you for the lighting now I can find uh, the cherry flavored gummy bears better <laughs> um, it said P45 dined on only one of the alpacas <laughs> leading wildlife officials to suspect he might return to feed later the cat wears a radio location transmitter has been linked to other attacks in the Malibu area they track like, why can't you track these fucking things Look to prove it. I got an idea. Don't have an alpaca ranch in the middle of the fucking mountains and expect to be like, oh, I did everything I what, could to protect them. What do alpacas them. like? Does she use them for fur? Like, what do they she do? She probably fucks them. I don't know. What do you? <laughs> How dare you? Allegedly. I don't this know. This woman's going through a hard time. Is she I, she is, just is lost she, ten alpacas, and she two are wounded. And you're making you're making light of this situation like it's a big joke, dude. That's like sending your kids out into the woods in that area with meat belts and like. You know, I, a shirt I've, made out of steak. My dad, he once drove me to Malibu all the way from the Boston area, and he made me go out there to hike to become a man. It was part of my bar mitzvah. <laughs> I mean, your chances are zero of this thing attacking you as a person. In that area, it's too big. He said in late November, in late November 2015, ranch man- managers at Malibu Family Wines discovered that P45 had attacked one of several llamas in a pen shaded this by oak trees. This guy loves any of that, st- so Easy that, that style. Easy he loves that style of animal. But it's easy pickings too dude this guy's going for low-hanging fruit lion returned a few days later killed an alpaca got the taste yeah back in last year started that taste owners at the ranch 
opted not to seek a permit. But uh, Jeff Sickich, a biologist with the Santa Monica Mountains National Recreational Area, said he eventually captured the animal. He captured it? Yeah, P-45 was released deeper. Deeper oh, into God. the Santa Monica Mountains, but returned to kill another llama in yeah. January. Yeah, <laughs> yes! Prompting, yes! Prompting the ranch to install, hey, guess what? Motion Texas. Lion-proof fencing. Okay. About time. Yeah. Okay. You're in lion country. I love it. They're like, we'll ship him out. He's like, fuck you guys. Oh, you don't think I can find my way back? I got four paws, yeah. and I'm pretty fast. Fuck I'll be, you. I'll be back. <laughs> you can't stop a cougar. Yeah. You can't. They claw at those dungarees. Several mountain lions roam the roughly 275 square miles around the Santa Monica Mountains, an area busy with roadways, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anticipating criticism of the permit that P-45 killed, Huggin called on the public to remember that a woman lost a significant part of her income as well as her pets. What Was she the fur? What's the income? Milk? I, maybe alpaca juice? Is she milking that semen? Maybe. Alpaca pussy? He said, if your know. livestock is killed, you have the right to get this permit. This woman is obviously upset. Alpaca pussy purse? Is yeah. that something? Her yeah, wallet? I think, I think the APP. Yeah. I have one. Okay. I have alpaca pussy boots. Oh, I'm wearing alpaca pussy underwear it's right weird. now. They, it always sounds like you've been walking in rain. They slosh a lot. Oh, they still keep their moistness? <laughs> yeah. But, they get turned on. But you really got it. You got to talk dirty to them. <laughs> yeah. You got to slap them around a bit, really rub the right areas. <laughs> and then they get nice and juicy. Yeah, when, you try, when you're putting them on. I'm like, that's get, a well-lubed boot. Wow, my foot slides right well, that's in. an alpaca pussy boot. It smells a bit, but uh, it's been hot. <laughs> I heard in college they called your dad alpaca. Yeah, his name was Big he, Alpaca. Because he could eat a footlong sub in, in two bites. It's true. Uh, Kate Kukendall. Kate, Kate Cougar? Kate Kukendall, a spokeswoman, spokesman for the what Santa Monica. What nationality is that? Uh, Comanche Indian, as usual. Okay. Spokesman for the Santa Monica Mountains National Recreational Area. There's so many foundations. Said the incident underscored the need to provide livestock and pets with sufficient enclosures. Taking shots at the woman. Okay, why can't the owner just take responsibility? Hey, why did you get the lion-proof fencing like the rest of them? Don't worry. State wildlife officials and the National Park Service were jointly hosting a workshop to offer, <laughs> to offer tips on protecting pets and farm animals from the local lion population. There are too many organizations, there's too many workshops, and there's too many fucking people with their finger in the cougar pie. The cougar pussy. Cougar pie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Eliminating P45 does not solve the problem, especially given there are at least four mountain lions in the Santa Monica Mountains that have killed livestock over the past year. Yeah, Co- what if his best- Kukendall said. What if his best friend or father wants the exact revenge upon you for killing him? Last year, the state issued 265 permits to kill mountain lions that posed a threat Where? to humans or livestock. Where? In the Santa Monica or in the state of California? Resulting in 170, 100, no, 107 mountain lions being taken down. Wow. Do you think Chinatown. I could get a permit to hunt uh, Griffith Park? I think so. <laughs> 10 days. With a, with a 10 days. With a rock and a knife? Put a deer carcass and just take it out, dude. I've got the old rock and knife permit. Killing a mountain lion, this is important for you to know, without a permit- is a misdemeanor punishable? Oh, it's misdemeanor only? Punishable year after. It's only misdemeanor? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking good then. But punishable by up to one year in county jail. Oh, they're jail, not going to do that. A fine of up to $10,000. They won't do that. Or both. Dude, it's a misdemeanor. All right. I well, can I'm still just... get uh, employment other places. <laughs> I, just... I can vote. I'm just telling you. I'm not going to be a felon. I'm just telling you. I thought it was you. a felony. Oh, here I am sweating it. Stab and bash. Bash and stab. <laughs> 
In March, the Los Angeles Zoo and Botanical Gardens announced that one of its endangered koalas. Uh, we know that, and that's the end of that. Yeah. Now there's now that thing's got syphilis if it bites you. Really? Eating that fucking koala. And uh, Jerry, old Jerry, long time Jerry McFly. Yeah, the McFly sent a follow up to that story. Uh, here it is. This is from the San Francisco. from San Francisco CBS local. Uh, let's see what they have to say. Apparently. The Malibu woman who got the permit, she said uh, she was not going to kill it. She never intended to have the cougar killed. Oh, she was just going to intimidate it with the permit? She said she hopes it's relocated instead. Come on, everybody. So why'd she get the permit? Uh, I think she wanted to kill it and then realized everyone hated her. and was like, no, yeah. I don't want to kill fu- it. Yeah, okay. Then why would you go and apply for a ki- permit to kill it? <laughs> to, to fool it? Said hundreds of people turned out this week for a Department of Fish and Wildlife workshop. Dude, you can only I can only imagine the people that live in Malibu in that area. They said some loudly super loaded. Some loudly advocated for one male line in particular. They really like this big this guy. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. You can, uh, I can only yeah. imagine the support that they get from those fucking people there. So Just P-40, a ton of money and a ton of time. So I think you should kill one because it seems like no one would mind. It's a it's a fucking <laughs> misdemeanor. I'm saying people seem like real fucking. You know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna print a fake permit off the internet and show them that. That'll be fine. Okay. Basically, if you, they just find it dead and they don't track you down, I mean they're not gonna spend a lot of time looking for you. So you thinking you can get away with this? I think I can. Yeah. We're gonna do a Netflix show called Making a Mountain Lion Murderer, <laughs> starring Ryan O'Neill and Ryan Avery. And it's uh, it's about you going hiking. By the way, uh, I forget who it was. I want to say Stephen off the top of my head. I could be if I'm wrong on your name. I'm sorry. On Twitter, made a good point. He listened to last week's show, and he said the coyotes were all around you, but none made a move to attack. He believes they were escorting you, protecting you <laughs> from P P twenty two. I think that he was around. He thinks maybe he was around, and they were like your secret service man. Guarding ah, okay. you, it could be taking is, you to where you needed to go. That is an Meanwhile, you have a theory. rock and a knife, and you're trying to attack these guys. They may have saved your life. That's an interesting theory. Oh, really? Saved my life? Yeah. Maybe they were protecting P22. You think that they were guarding yeah. you? I, I don't that's know. A, it's an interesting counter. That is an interesting theory. That's uh, that's the out of the box thinking that we need on the Danish and O'Neill show. That's what makes a good listener. <laughs> yeah, taking a different slant on it. Yeah. Well, that's not an Asian joke, because this guy's not Asian. Less rant, more slant. Barbara sent me this article, and it's long, but it's worth it. Well, let's hear it. And as uh, the animal show of record on the airwaves, this is not at fucking. It's not a fucking. So if you're, <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're worried about that, don't be worried. We need to take this podcast off the comedy section of iTunes and put it for like- Animal lovers? Natural, the yeah. nature I, section. I think we would thrive there. Because everything we have is definitely, there's a lot of animal related stuff. Yeah. There was, there is an article too that involves animal sex that you want to delay for a while. I think it would be nice to wait. <laughs> we got to sep- separate them. Well, I don't, okay. We are the number one podcast for that sort of it's true. stories. Someone just left a review, by the way. Leave a, leave a review like this person did and said uh, they always have a new story about animal sex <laughs> which is nice all right well we might need to tone it down a little bit so uh this is from yahoo it's by somebody named annie hartnett uh looks like it's from xo jane i think that might be a yahoo division no clue what that who uh, knows sometimes they just grab shit from other places because they're lazy fucks if you're uh if you're feeling emotional you may want to get some tissues this could jerk, jerk some jerk tears off. out of you 
could jerk your eyes off so the tears coming out with a U. Okay. She says, I was the world's most overbearing dog mother, and I missed it. Sometime during the winter of last year, our border collie developed insomnia. <laughs> 10 p.m. Every, nearly every night, Harvey would start grumbling. Somewhere between a whine and a growl comes from low in his throat. It's not menacing. Harvey would never hurt a fly, but it is annoying. We'd take him out again, offer him another server, serving of kibble, but still he would grumble. It made it impossible for my husband and me to sleep. Why don't you take the dog and put him outside the fucking doghouse so you don't have to listen to it? We took Harvey to our vet, who did an exam and noticed some early arthritis in Harvey's hips, but said otherwise he seemed very healthy for a seven-year-old dog. We ordered several hundred dollars worth of blood work. We did an ultrasound just to be sure. The vet gave us some mild pain medication to see if that made Harvey more comfortable at night. The blood work came back normal. The grubbling continued. We tried everything. More walks during the day and then less walks. More food, a different brand of food. I tried doing some training with Harvey before bed so his busy border collie brain would be tired. (sighs) Finally, we found something that worked. Harvey would stop grumbling if both my husband and I slept on the floor with him. You've got to be kidding me. If we did that, Harvey would go right to sleep, his body visibly relaxed. For months, our bed went unused. you got to be you're sleeping on the floor with your fucking dog. Just to help his insomnia. On the floor. You can lock the dog. On the floor. You know, like, this dog's keeping you awake. You put him in another fucking room, a fucking far away from you. It's a fucking dog. He doesn't give a shit. On the floor like Larry Bird on the Boston Garden floor. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. These people are fucking idiots. And you think this is bad? This is tip of the iceberg, my friend. (laughs) I know it might sound crazy to some people. Oh, yo, crazy? Yeah, it sounds insane. But I would do anything for the comfort of my dog. Dog owners know we're responsible for their well-being, and their happiness is our happiness. It can be so frustrating that dogs can't tell us what they need. We do our best to guess. You fucking, this is, this lady has such a sense of fucking, oh, this, this dog is so reliant upon us. We're so powerful it as sounds, humans. Sounds like white dog privilege It to is, me. total is. A lot of black dogs aren't treated just as well. When you Google why my dog, why won't my dog sleep at night, it's often suggested that your dog is bored and lonely during the day. Oh but, my God. They're fucking right. What? What do you think they were doing out in the wild? Yeah, they were out there hunting and shit. They were just sitting around. Most I've been of the out day. there. I've seen board games and stuff that Dude, been left what, there. So what are we supposed to? Do? Okay, continue on. This is. But here's our family's small, strangest secret. Oh, here we go. We never leave the dog alone. <laughs> I adopted Harvey five years ago, and I was a graduate student in Alabama, and I quickly discovered he had terrible separation anxiety. Uh, no, he didn't. It's no, gotten he, even you. worse with age, and he knocks himself out from barking if we leave him alone by himself. He knocks himself out from barking? <laughs> I feel a little sheepish admitting that we never leave Harvey alone, but it escalated over time. It eventually just became the lifestyle I was most yeah, comfortable with. Yeah, she's a fucking enabler. <laughs> she shouldn't be allowed to own a dog. You think cut her she's off? She's enabling, yes. She, she's irresponsible dog owner. You think she's making Harvey a bitch? Yeah, okay. she definitely is. Making Harvey into a Henrietta? She's a terrible dog owner. I'm going to tell her right now. I'd take him to work with me. Oh, see, why do you do that? Why would you take your dog to work? Why don't you just man up and be like, hey, after a while, fight, he knocks himself out from barking. That's perfect. He hey, goes Harvey, to sleep. As, my, as Alpaca Danis would say, I'll give, you a re- I'll give you something to cry about if I would cry. I'll give you something to bark about. Yeah. Uh, he has his own dog bed where she works, water bowl, treats, and oh. toys at her office. Harvey's vid- visited many bookstores, has been to pick out paint at Home Depot, has flopped himself on the floor of the dressing rooms of anthropology. We eat outside at restaurants and go to dog-friendly hotels on vacation. 
You got to be kidding me. I even took Harvey to a job interview for an adjunct professor position once because my husband wasn't around to stay with him. I love dogs, the head of the English department told me I was offered the job. (laughs) Harvey got her the job. Harvey makes friends everywhere we go. He's calm, patient, and sweet. Has the most soulful brown eyes. Yeah, who knows, though? He might be a fucking devious pervert. You can't talk to him. Might be a pedophile. Yeah, maybe uh, he loves children for the wrong reasons. He rolls over on his back every time he meets a small child. There ah, there it is. Dude, I called it before. <laughs> it, even, it got to the line. He's presenting a yeah, dinky. He's like, go ahead. Here, touch that. He's very smart and appears to understand nearly everything we say to him. Oh, really? Appears <laughs> you fuck? Are you kidding me? You are an asshole. What are you? You've ruined this dog's life. You don't even realize it. You don't treat a dog like this. Poor Harvey. She's giving him a lot of issues. She yeah. shouldn't have kids. She's a bad mother. And I can tell you that this lady already is super high strung and probably has anxiety issues, which she fucking gives to the dog then. Harvey has a very distinctive face, split exactly down the middle, one white side and one black side. So oh, people whoa. Always, hey, it's crazy. More distinctive than other dogs. Pretty crazy. He's so special. So people always stop to talk to me about his markings. Oh, my. Oh, ready? It, it probably takes her 40 minutes to go a quarter of a mile. Yeah, it's hard. Because so many people stop her everywhere she goes. It's like being with a celebrity. Yeah. It's a, bit of, it's a gift and a curse. Harvey, the fucking celebrity dog. The wonder dog. And when I do have to leave Harvey, I drop him at my parents' house. Oh, I'm sure parents are like, you know what? F- fucking lock this dog in the closet. I think they beat him. Because this thing will not leave us alone. He just keeps fucking whining and wanting shit from us. Everyone loves the dog so much, the neighborhood kids come over and t- take him into the yard to play Frisbee. More frisky. kids, dude. Yeah. I think this is a pedophile dog. So Harvey's not lonely, and I can't imagine he's bored either. We tried giving him melatonin for the insomnia after we read. Why are you fucking with the dog's biology, man? (laughs) She said she's read that it was safe for dogs. It worked like a charm, but it had set his stomach, so we had to stop. He was was taking shit. You're killing this fucking animal. Then we read on some doggy blog that sometimes older dogs develop anxiety at night because the dog worries they can no longer protect the family. Oh, my God. See, you don't. Let the dog run your life. The dog needs to have leadership, and you need to lay down the fucking law. There's no alpha dog in this house. Yeah, Harvey's the alpha dog, but he can't handle it. Bunch of betas. Yeah, it's what's keeping him up at night. He's like, I got to lead this whole fucking family around. The website suggested, explain to your older dog that their role in the family has changed. Explain to him. Yeah, you fucking assholes. No, he didn't. Dude, who are these fucking people? I swear to God, this is animal abuse. This is animal abuse. Harvey? Uh, you're a little older now. You, know, you can't protect the family. You're not the badass you once were. How much of a weeder is the husband? Oh, the if husband. the dog's the alpha male. The husband's terrible. Uh, she, so she, this woman said to Harvey, your role in the family has changed. <laughs> what is it now? He cocked his head at her, which she does whenever I say something he doesn't understand. This woman thinks this oh thing. Oh my God. That she can speak to this thing like a human being. Then why can't you just say, Harvey, go to sleep. It's okay, Harvey. Cause you, the thing doesn't you know fucking understand. No, this thing's leave. riddled with anxiety. It can't sleep at night because all it is is around assholes all day talking about it. She takes it to the fucking supermarket. She takes it to her fucking job. He's like, just leave me at home, bitch. I just want to fucking go to sleep. <laughs> not to mention, she can talk to this dog and it's so smart. This dog eats its own puke, lady. It's not yeah. that fucking smart. And when you're not looking, he's lapping your piss out of the toilet. He's smelling your panties. This dog isn't yeah. fucking some genius. He, he, eats those panties. Da- he lays on his back every time children are around. The husband claimed in, I don't like to think of him as an older dog. I don't know what we'll do when he's gone. I can never get another dog. Oh my God. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to have another dog, to be honest with you. Harvey was my first dog, but he's becoming equally ours. My husband's the one who walks him early in the morning and late at night. Harvey was there when we got engaged and he was in our bridal 
party. No. <laughs> you fucking idiots. You can't. There's no Here way. they are. Here they are with all the Harvey and fucking their wedding attire. Is that a horse behind them? Yeah, it is. Oh my yeah, they you look they, fucking they, they, they look they they look exactly like you would picture they would look from this article. You fucking morons. If I went to a wedding with a dog in the bridal party, I might leave. Or I'd be like, well, I'm going to get some open bar and then I'm going to leave. Well, I'm going to eat and drink till I throw up. And, and then I'm going to feed that dog. Off. I'm going to feed that dog booze and food I'm until it throws him, up next to I'm me. I'm going to feed him my puke. Dude, a dog in the bridal party? That, the that's fuck? the least of their concerns. That's ridiculous. But that's the least of their concerns. But it's ridiculous. He was there when we first fucked. The, he, he was, was there when he when I first ate Bob's asshole. <laughs> and he was there licking right alongside And he was me. licking my asshole. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? And they don't know what they're going to do? Hey, I got news for you. The shelf life of a dog's like 10 years. You better get used to it. Not to mention, there are people who lose fucking parents at young ages, people who lose limbs, people who are fucking facing hunger. Shut the fuck up, you idiots. These Just guys. shut up. Yeah, don't you ever think that maybe you're taking this dog too many places he can't fucking handle it? You're giving... Anytime... I can't stand when people start giving dogs fucking uh, antidepressants. Are you kidding me? When they project... You don't know what this fucking dog is... What's happening to him? And they, maybe he just fucking hates you. And they project human emotions on the dogs. It's explain. like they're not they're not human beings. Also explain to it. You explain to your dog? No. You don't explain shit to your dog. You tell your fucking dog to sit down and shut up or go outside <laughs> take a dump and come back in. Yeah, the wife pointed out to her husband, if I died, I'd want you to get another wife. He said that's different than getting another dog smiling. Ooh, slick. Slick talk. This guy, guy, these guys. When they moved to a new apartment last May, uh, the nighttime grumbling and insomnia went away completely. My husband and I went back to sleeping in our bed, the one with a real mattress. (laughs) We couldn't figure out what had changed, except that our new apartment is much nicer than the old one. We joked that Harvey was a snob. (laughs) That's funny. Dude, if I lived with a lady or vice versa, (laughs) whatever, I had a significant other that's like, we have to sleep with the dog. I go, yeah, we're done. I, this is over. I'm not sleeping with the fucking dog on the I floor. I used to see in dating profiles, people would say I had to sleep with the dog in the bed. And I, that, I can't do no, that. No, that I can't. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, fuck that. Can't do it. Uh, she, they thought he was a Novu rich former stray with high expectations. <laughs> that's funny. A lot, can you imagine the backstory that they make up for this fucking oh, dog when Harvey they're just sitting is an around? aristocrat. Oh, oh, oh. I bet he's used Hi-oh. to tea parties. Uh, let me with... teabag him. Oh, he's depressed. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking morons. Uh, that's very strange, the vet said the next time I brought Harvey in for his shots. But he's a weird dog, he said, kissing his head. It's written like a ch- child's book at times. Harvey is a weird dog. I guarantee you, if you somewhere in this, they're going to mention that they're thinking about doing Harvey the dog, a child book series. I wouldn't be shocked. He barks at the air conditioner when it's too hot in the house. Real genius. Demanding that someone with thumbs turn it on. He loves the sound of the shower and will barge in on anyone who takes one. Real pervert. Yeah, there I told you, dude. This dog's got some deep, dark secrets. He sits every time he... He might have been thrown out by the old family because they caught him while their baby was sleeping and he was trying to hump it. Wow, that's disgusting. That's my backstory for Harvey. (laughs) He sits every time he sees a mailman because we once had a mailman who carried milk bones. Ooh, Harvey. He has more personality than most people, we often say. I hate when people say that. So annoying. Yeah, well, I got news for I don't know what... Hang around with more better people. That's exactly it. You have asshole friends. You you meet assholes and you attract assholes because you are an asshole. (laughs) And you think your dog is so fucking cool. Fuck Harvey! (laughs) Literally, they might. might. I'm sure. Dude, there's been talk of like, I don't know. Should we have... uh, Should we get a threesome going? 
And here's where the article. You imagine if they listen to this episode? These are I the hope kind of they do. That would fucking. I hope go they do. I rate. I would like it. I'd like to interview them. <laughs> and this is where it gets, takes a dark turn. You may want to get that tissue box, Andy. Harvey died. And then one morning, <laughs> Harvey collapsed. What? We were already on the way to the vet because he had been acting lethargic. Uh oh. When we got there, his gums were gray. Uh oh. We rushed from our usual vet to the. Angel Memorial, the Mayo Clinic of Animal <laughs> I'm Hospitals. I'm surprised they didn't take him to the, the, seven miles away. That was only seven no, miles away. Why didn't they go there to begin with? I'm surprised they didn't take him to a regular hospital. The man, like the best fucking. They're like kick this they homeless have. man out of here. Get, get Harvey in a bed. Get your your finest doctors <laughs> on this stat. After an ultrasound, the vet at Angel reported that Harvey had a tumor on his spleen. Uh-oh. It was causing internal yeah. bleeding. Yeah, why? It's from that probably from the melatonin that they gave it. It's possible the tumor is benign, the vet told us, but we can't know until we get it out. Oh, boy. Please do it. I sobbed as my husband sobbed harder. (laughs) It's a dog. I don't know what kind of adversity you faced in your life, but there are harder times, my friend. Harder fucking times than Harvey's tumor. Ah, so the husband's Maybe that's a children's book, Harvey's tumor. We met with the people in the financial office and emptied out half of our savings account. Oh, boy. My husband, who boxed at the amount of money I spent on a haircut, didn't flinch. <laughs> Half their savings gone for Harvey's spleen. Okay. Well, <laughs> if, I had, if I had to spend half my savings on Harvey, I'd say, Harvey, been good. you've been a good dog. It's been fun. Love sleeping on the floor with you, but I, this sorry. is where we part ways, my friend. You're getting a little too, this becoming is, too uh, high maintenance, This Harvey. is where we part ways. It wasn't benign. Oh, boy. It's a kind of cancer called hemangiosarcoma. sarcoma. Dogs often show no symptoms before it's too late. What do you think it's from, from treating, here's treating what she's, too well? I don't know. And here's what she says, but that's what kills me. There were symptoms. Harvey was trying to tell us that something wasn't right. Yeah, you, you weren't listening. And this is your fault. And she says that that's very hard to swallow. When we spoke after the surgery, the vet assured me that the cancer isn't painful and he thinks that it's unlikely. It's really hard to swallow that now. That's what Harvey was grumbling about. But I feel I should have known. I rearranged my life for my dog, was with him every day, all day, and still I missed it. I was the world's most overbearing dog mother and I missed it. Yeah, how could you miss it? She posted about Harvey. I was actually going to say the first night that he was grumbling, I was going to say he probably has a tumor on his the spleen. The street doctor yeah, knew. You I knew. could sense it. I, I definitely knew. I could see that grumbling. going through your head. You yeah. were like, what is it, spleen cancer? It's got to be spleen tumor. Seen it and before. I tell you what, it doesn't sound benign. No. You just let Harvey go. Let him die like a real dog. Yeah. Not like a pussy. So, mm. She posted about Harvey's diagnosis, of course, on Facebook for that special kind of group therapy. Special, who, first of all, that is bullshit. Oh, you want a bunch of fucking strangers and friends that aren't really friends being like, they, she just wants, she's an attention whore and she just wants people to shower. We're like, it's going to be so fun. Harvey's the greatest thing ever. No. Oh, group, th- group fucking therapy. Fuck you. That's not what group therapy is. She wrote that I believe that all dogs are good dogs. I don't which think. Which isn't true. By the way, I don't think all dogs go to heaven. I think they all burn in hell. <laughs> but every dog owner gets one dog. Who's just special. Oh, my God. You know how many dogs I've had? 50, I've probably had 15 dogs. Are they all special? And they've all been the same. <laughs> she said, there's the one dog you remember your whole life. The benchmark for everything after. <laughs> this dog's like raised the bar. Harvey is my once in a lifetime dog. How do you know? Yeah, I explained. How about the next dog? What if it blows Harvey out of the water? You go, you know what? Harvey was a piece of shit compared to fucking Phil, Dino. Phil. 
Phil's a fucking real yeah. man, real hunk. Yeah. Phil's <laughs> unbelievable. Phil's a hunk everywhere yeah. we go. People Harvey. are asking to tickle his dick. I don't even remember Harvey. This guy could do everything. Fuck Harvey. This, uh, Phil can make me coffee. Here's why she... Phil eats my husband's ass when I'm too tired. Yeah. And he say, and pretends it's me. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I'll be blowing him and I'll stop. I'll just put Phil up there. He won't even know that we swapped out. Uh, and it's an acquaintance. Here's what she wanted. Shine back on Facebook. In dog show circles, a dog like Harvey is called the dog of your heart. <laughs> In dog show circles. In dog show circles. <laughs> In dog show circles. <laughs> Those are just, I would never want to be part of any of those You don't circles. want to be in a DSC? No. <laughs> dog show circles. This is called the dog oh of your God. heart. It's, what's the dog of your cock? The one you fuck? Jesus. Dog <laughs> show circles. She said, I was so glad there was already a phrase for it. A sweet validation. Oh, I'm so glad that I could, because my feelings weren't enough. No. I needed to verbalize this. And she needed to I know. I needed to have some sort of She needed to know that others, phrase. Were, others were with her. I she, needed, she wasn't alone. I needed to have a, a, a phrase define the feelings I have. You are not alone. Dog circles are here for you. Harvey is the dog of your heart. <laughs> He's a dog of your fart. Oh. Hi-oh. But uh, do you think that they they probably saved his farts in a bottle? Jesus. They take a big whiff out of it every year on the <laughs> anniversary of his death. Like they, they're definitely going to trim some fur off, shove them up their assholes. Oh, my God. Here's what we now know. Harvey has anywhere between a few weeks and two months to live. But he should feel pretty good during that time now that the first big tumor has been removed. But other tumors will grow. He will grow weak again. We're bracing ourselves for making that hard choice that most dogs. Why don't you just? He only face. has like two weeks to live. Why put him through all this agony? Just put him down. That final guess about what is right for the dog. Yeah, put him down now. He's, he's probably going to be fucking in serious pain from all these surgeries and all this he would shit. not be in pain. Yeah, I don't believe that. Okay, the street First doctor all, disagrees. Oh, really? You think I'm going to listen to this lady? She couldn't even hear Harvey when he was trying to tell her that he hit a fucking tumor on his spleen. You got a good point. You got a good point yeah, there. I, I think you got to clean the earwax out of your she ears, She doesn't lady. know what Harvey needs yeah. anymore. You never, she never did, Neither obviously. Neither does the sobbing husband. He's too emotional. I can't even look at him. While my husband and I were waiting for Harvey to get discharged from the hospital, we went to the tattoo parlor next door, and I got an H tattooed on my wrist. Oh, my God. On her wrist. What kind of job does she have? It was a small thing that made me feel better, something I can keep. It's my only tattoo. Here it is. Here's a nice picture of her lowercase H. Looks to to be in Helvetica font. looks terrible. How dare you? Also, That's by the way, Harvey, you want to make yourself feel better while you go talk to people with real problems. <laughs> Our apartment is too go. many stairs. So once we got Harvey out of the hospital, we moved into my parents' living room. Oh, <laughs> dude, this guy, the husband is a real pussy whip. He's moving. He's sleeping on the floor. This guy it's not can't, even his dog. He can't even handle Harvey. He has to move into the living room of his in-laws. Dude, imagine. I can't even imagine. I, I, I can't wrap my head around these people and I can't wrap my head around literally them going through something legitimately tragic oh it's gonna kill them yeah it'll fucking destroy them uh they moved into the parents living room uh how long are they gonna stay there we are planning on camping out until the end or far away do you think the, the mom and dad are like these motherfuckers i hope harvey lives for 10 years and they have to live in a goddamn living room that'd be great for 10 motherfucking years <laughs> he just never dies Finally, the parents are, the parents like, kill him with a car. Slit his they throat. make it look like he fucking ran him over on accident, but the father's just like, I'm killing this fucking Harvey. I'm getting these motherfuckers out of my living room. You think this woman and her sobbing husband are going to take, they're going to just let Harvey go down? Fuck no. Oh, I'm sure they're going to have some sort of crazy memorial or party. Nope. nope. We give them Chinese herbs three times a day to help them fight the cancer. 
does not feel like hospice yet. He's growing stronger. Oh, wait, is there, they're going to put him in dog hospice? He's growing stronger every day since the surgery and going on short, regular walks. Oh, my God. One wise, one wise vet at Angel told us not to mourn Harvey now. Warned us not to treat him like a dead dog because he'll notice it. <laughs> he will absorb our sadness the way dogs always yeah, do. Yeah, like he absorbed your anxiety that gave him the tumor on his spleen. When I want to cry now, I sing silly songs to Harvey instead, hoping that he doesn't notice the tremor in my voice. <laughs> hey, maybe they should buy the day show real raunchy That's Christmas true. dudes. My husband and I are back to sleeping on the floor of the living room in a nest of blankets by Harvey's dog bed. Oh, my God. We all need that comfort of nearness now. What are the comments on this article? We tried our best. I tell Harvey and hope that he understands. You failed him. He doesn't cock his head in confusion. He just kisses the bottom of my palm somewhere close to my new tattoo. That is the end of the beautiful. The most self-serving. Would you like to hear some? uh, I want to hear some people's comments. Sandra says, uh, five days ago, my husband and I lost our BFF on October 14th. (laughs) No. I thought I had no more tears to cry. And I'm crying rivers after reading this testimony. (laughs) Only the ones who've had the blessing of sharing their lives with dogs understand. As it is said, they leave the print of their their paw in your heart and they change you forever. Yeah. You also got to realize they fucking die, okay? I I don't know what these people are looking. You know what? I've had a lot of fucking dogs, all right? I've seen a lot of dogs go, and I've seen a lot of dogs die. You see I had a-, a fucking parrot for 34 years <laughs> that I grew up with. <laughs> I got that fucking parrot when I was like three or four. My whole life I was around. It fucking died last year. You know what? I moved on. Jesus Christ. Would you get another parrot? Or was that the parrot of your heart? No, it was fucking, it was insane. It would attack us. It was loud. <laughs> Typical O'Neill parrot for you. I think he absorbed some of your family's insanity. <laughs> Julianne says, I totally get this. My dog of my heart was Sibo. She died in 2000. As I type this, my eyes are hot and tearing. Wow. Cray Cray says, to all the haters out there, this is directed to you. I'm not a hater. Oh, directed to you. Call them all assholes. <laughs> what exactly is your problem with treating pets as well as some treat their human kids? Dogs in particular provide much needed companionship for all their folks whose kids have all but abandoned them. I think you're putting too much pressure on the dog. A dog is a simple being. He just wants to be walked, take a dump, sleep, rest. I think you are putting all of your human bullshit onto them, and I think it's fucking tearing them apart. Susan says in all caps, there are, all, there are so many people who just simply don't get this, and it's so, so sad. My animals are so much a part of me, it is as though I gave birth to them. So sad more people do not realize this, even though those who have dogs and say they love them, they just don't get it. I think you So have, sad. I honestly think you have mental problems if you, you, you feel like you gave birth to these animals. I think you have have some serious fucking mental issues if you make a statement like I feel like I gave birth to them. I would not date that person because then I would just picture a dog coming out of their pussy. Just every time you see that dog, you see afterbirth on it. Yeah, just juicing out placenta, dude. I, These, my dude, thing is, every comment. I mean, I'm sure there get was a kid. I'm sure, there was some hateful comments in there, but every comment that I saw was positive. Yeah, I mean, people are nuts. And they get crazy about these dogs. And I, I get it. I'm not like, I'm not even saying asshole. I've had fucking dogs that I loved, man. But, like, I'm not that's saying, the fucking story of life. Let me clarify. I don't think if you love your dog, that does not make you an asshole. No. But, if you bring your dog every, I don't want to see your dog when I'm in a grocery store. Your dog doesn't want to go to the grocery store. Don't, you have to realize, whoa, sorry. You have to realize, these animals are fucking... They're from the wild originally, and they yeah. keep some of that in their DNA. And so by treating them like this, you're doing a disservice to the animal, in my opinion. 
You're not an animal expert. You're trying to make it a human, and it's not. It's an animal. Treat it like an animal. They like to be outside. They like to run around. They like to sniff other dogs' assholes. Fucking no! Don't act like you know what's going on, and you can communicate with an animal. That is a god complex. You act like you're a superior being that can speak to other fucking animals. That's that's a fucking crazy thing to think. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. These people, I think, I don't know if they'll ever get over this, to be honest. Also, I think uh, p- adopt a child. Share your love other places as well. Not to so, mention, maybe visit somewhere in the world where people are really having a hard time. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't under, I mean, I, fine, you can do whatever you want, but my personal view on all of this is that uh, you are forcing this dog to be a human, and not maybe that's not good for you're it. You're making it live with cancer. For, I believe, selfish reasons. Absolutely. I mean, if it says, you, whether it has two weeks or two months, it's it's done for, and I think that you should do the humane thing and not put him through 50 surgeries. Whether he's in pain or not, you don't know if he is. I think you bring in a hooker dog one night, give him a big party. Yeah, with all his friends. Give Harvey some heroin, let him try it. He's going to go down anyway. Put a little in the dog bowl. A little in the dog bowl. I think shoot him up. Shoot him up. You get a, a, a better high, a cleaner high. Bring some kids over because he seems to really like that. Let, let him get his belly out. Let him whip that dogger out for one last time. Let him let him get no, the, no judgment. Let him show you that lipstick one last time. Let him watch you guys fuck one last time. Let him watch your parents fuck one last time. Yeah. <laughs> and then do the humane thing. Do where will they have the ashes? It'll be somewhere prominent. Oh, uh, in, a, in a locket on her necklace. necklace. I was thinking a chastity belt and it hangs low close to her vagina. Well, then I think they're going to have a condom made out of his ashes, like a reusable one Jesus. that they can put in the dishwasher. Think they'll skin the fur? The, uh, they might have Will it stuffed. Will they stuff them? They might have it stuffed. Why didn't the husband get a tattoo? I'm questioning his... Uh, hey, what if he got a full bo- back piece and it's a fucking dog? <laughs> I also got a tattoo. Will they get another dog? Yes, of course. Yeah, you know what? Because so, that dog's going to be crazy because it's going to be like a Jan Brady. All the talk's going to be about fucking Harvey. No, I think that they're going to be so paranoid about whether this dog is a tumor or not. They're just that, constantly checking. Yeah, it. that they're like, oh my god, they're super paranoid. I don't know. Here's my problem with death, and other cultures treat death differently than we do in the U.S. And they have a better grasp on it. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. You should just celebrate it and not mourn it. That's my... I enjoy other people's beliefs on death. And I think that you... I get the mourning process, but you should also just be, hey, I'm glad I had this time with whether it's your dog or a person, whatever it is. It's sad. It's tragic. But you should also only think of the good times and move on. You can't fucking dwell on this. The good times. People in the people in uh, lots of you know people that we don't have to deal with this shit like other countries where their fucking families are slaughtered with machetes and shit. Those people move move on because they have no fucking choice. Yeah, and uh, here in the U.S., we're like, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. It's pretty. I mean, that's a it's a crazy article. It really is. That could be crazy for me. That could be crazier than some of the horse fucking stories. We've yes, done. I agree. <laughs> and I and look, and I'm, I'm not saying half of their savings. That's crazy. I don't know how much that is. It could I know be somebody th- who spent five thousand on a dog uh, hip replacement, and then the dog ended up having to put down like a year later. And I was like, I, "Can you get, can you get that hip and sell it used on Craigslist?" I mean, it happens a lot. Yeah, I, I don't. I never like. And some but if you was, have money, five grand. If you if you have, five, but if you only have ten grand and you spend five grand on a hip, all right, that you've you've you're fucking losing it. Yeah, give me that money. 
Send it to Danish and O'Neill. <laughs> well, do you have a tumor on your spleen? No, but I'm just saying we'll help the dog. We play the Danish and O'Neill podcast for your pets. I just don't like the arrogance of acting like you think you know exactly what this dog is was telling you and communicating with it. You don't. Should we go one more animal story, or should I switch it up to people? We got about 15 more minutes. I got. What do you? What sounds better to you? A guy who tried to make an Eric Heights type voyage on a horse. <laughs> Isn't there an Eric Heights story? Uh, somebody sent. I've I've heard some updates. He's trying. Eric Heights, you don't know, is a four hundred pound man, maybe more. I think he's more. Uh, who tried to ride his bike across country to win back the love of his life and, and his wife who left 30 him. days he made 26 miles after blowing out numerous tires and bending rims barb sent me a facebook video of him and he's very labored breathing uh he claims he's healthy he's in great shape except others report of him smoking and uh, he, he claims right now he's trying and- to quit smoking so he doesn't know how much he'll be checking his facebook because uh that makes him want to smoke he, the stress he doesn't know he doesn't have the patience for trolls and somebody sent me in that same post. It was a long written post. He said, hey, he realizes that it's all about portion control, but he's never going to cut out carbs, never going to cut out bread. He's never going to cut out stuff he likes like ice cream. Oh, I, but he's eating fast food nonstop. But he said he's not going to. And drinking pop. He said he realizes those things should be seen as treats, not as all the time occasions. <laughs> and if he said a good tip, if you want to get ice cream, don't keep it in the house. Go out, get some ice cream. Oh, yeah. Would he buy a, a gallon? Oh, he eat it on the way home. He had an industrial drum. <laughs> Why'd you do what that other guy did? You walk one mile to go get your food and one mile back. You know what? Heights doesn't. He, Heights said fad diets never work. You know what doesn't work? Heights, your shitty fucking work. He's doing a fad diet of going on Facebook and having people support him He's while he tries fucking, to fucking ride his bike across America. How much more moron. of a fucking fad can you get? Here are your choices. Squirrel attack. Leave at least three injured. <laughs> a man tries to ride his horse. A very far distance. <laughs> so the, the horse does all the work. Or a Chipotle lawsuit over a burrito. Oh, the I I know the burrito one. Which which of the three? Where they like? I gotta go to the Chipotle one you because that Chipotle. one's outrageous. Okay, here we go. Three hundred calorie burrito. Here, here we go. This is from USA Today. USA Today has stepped up their game. They're giving us more stories as of late. They're getting more Danish and O'Neill like. Yeah, maybe they're like, <laughs> hey, wait, these guys. The following is growing. This is from Barb. Barb. You know, Barb likes to make her own homemade tamales and burritos. She's also got some big old chorizo tits. That's true. And she makes them with her own special sauce. Uh, yeah. We don't know what it is, but she it's got delicious. Chorizo nips. Uh, I don't know. That's rumored. It's alleged. I've seen them. Start getting out of the shower once. Really? Yeah. Did the towel wasn't big enough to cover them up. <laughs> so she just didn't cover the front? One of, them, the, one of them fell out. Wow. Did you help it was back a beach in? towel. Did you, did she, you, could only, she, was, she was drying off one of them with a full beach towel wrapped you, around did it. Did you use a boob horn to shove it back in there? <laughs> no, I used my tongue horn. <laughs> Jesus. You have a horny tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I have a horny tongue for okay. sure. Okay. Speaking of Andrew DeWitt again. Uh, Chipotle's chorizo burrito as diet food. If you read the description of the menu item available since October, you certainly wouldn't think so. It packs chicken, pork sausage. Nice pork sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind pork and some sausage. I want to get my pork pony and some of that pork sausage. Uh, uh, rice, beans, and cheese into a tortilla. Except that the same sign also said 300 calories. 
So three customers who bought the burrito in Los Angeles this month are suing. Where in Los Angeles? I wonder. I want to go to that one. I could be right near me. Yeah. I live not far from one. As City News Service reports, one but, of the men behind the proposed class action lawsuit brought in Los Angeles Superior Court, ordered the menu on uh, ordered the menu item on November third, thinking it was a three hundred calorie dish. David Desmond felt excessively full. <laughs> You're eating garbage. <laughs> I think it's getting off. Oh, this isn't 300 calories. I feel excessively full. Not just full. Oh. Excessively. Oh, my God. There's no way that this is only 300 calories. And realize that the burrito couldn't have been just 300 calories. Not as full as he felt. L.V. Anderson does the math at Slate. Reports uh, the true total is closer to 1,050 calories. <laughs> Slight miscalculation. That's par for the course at Chipotle, according to this 2015 New York Times article. There's Why would Chipotle even put the calories up there if they know they're going to fucking lie about it? Yeah, it seems like a bad like idea. Like, you're waiting for a lawsuit. Are they still owned by McDonald's? I don't know. So the suit would cover all people who bought food at Chipotle for four years leading up to the filing of the complaint. I might get in on this. Yeah. Do you need a receipt? I might just go right now. You know Kieran Beer did this? Who's that? You know Kieran the beer? Kieran the Japanese oh, yeah. beer? Well, yeah. It's not actually Japanese. It's by made in fucking Milwaukee or something by Anheuser-Busch. They had a class action lawsuit. Oh, I remember that. I, I remember you, another one. Anybody that said they bought beer, they've got a fucking $12 refund. Dude, we should go to Chipotle. Yeah. I've been to Chipotle. I, I went. I, they got a coupon in the mail when I was living near Chipotle, and I went in there and got a burrito, and it was fucking disgusting. To be honest, I don't like Chipotle. It's garbage. There's no flavor to it. It's, overly, it's all salt. It's also overly spicy, in my opinion. Really? I'm not, oh, I'm, I don't. I'm, I like spice. Spice doesn't bother me. But not me. like a good spice. Like I don't. I just don't. To like me, it, it tastes like a fucking. It all it, tastes the same. Yeah, you, especially if you're in L.A., why would you go to Chipotle? It's the subway of Mexican food. L.A., yes. L.A. has the best fucking Mexican food yeah, in the there's, U.S. There's a lot of good places. Chicago, they claim, is great. Dude, L.A., though, has like... You go to East L.A., they have some of the fucking best shit ever. Do you think our I've Mexican eaten. food is better than Mexico's Mexican food? Uh, No. I mean, the lobsters and... You're a big fan of that lobster. Uh, Porto Nuevo. It's Newport? pretty good. Okay, Newport. The suit would cover all uh, that. I said that. Uh, this is That's because the plaintiffs are alleging the signage is part of a pattern by the chain of presenting misleading nutritional information. CNBC reports Chipotle didn't respond to its request for comment, but Chipotle did reply to some customers who tweeted their disbelief about the calorie count. Count. I'm sorry for your confusion, but we'll make things more clear next time. Wait, I, but why, why would there should be zero confusion? They should just tell you what the fucking is, how much is in the shit. It says the 300 calories is for the chorizo. <laughs> you fucking assholes! These people are. Why would they set themselves up for a fucking lot? You know somebody's gonna fucking crack the code on this. Do you think this guy just did the math? He wasn't excessively full. He just did the fucking math, and he's, he's like, guess what? I got something here. on my fucking Dude, I hands. wish I was that guy. I wish I would have started the class action lawsuit. Dude, we need to start looking around for stuff like we this. We need to just go to these fast food restaurants and, and look at whatever we think has the smallest calorie count, but actually probably has triple that. These We need to bring like a yeah. fucking nutritionist with us and try to crack the codes. We need to bring a scientist with us. This will be our new part-time job. Hopefully, then it will be our full time job when we get our settlement. That's true. We're looking for tall dollars. Hey, if there's anyone out there, if you have good advice on where we should look for, yeah, are there any <laughs> uh, franchises that are maybe they're only East Coast franchises or just regional ones? Well, but, yeah, because I feel like yeah, maybe Brugger's Bagels led us astray. I don't know. 
There's no calorie count on Yeah, that. but there may be something happened there I that we like could have sued about. The big franchises have all been hit. They've all been hit up for their class X so lawsuit. We need to start smaller. Yeah, we gotta find. What we about, gotta find the Jimmy John, the new Jimmy Johns. What about like a Yum Yum Donuts or something? I feel like they don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> so you think small, but not too small. Yes. Okay. S- small, but then they still uh, have. But they're making a good profit. What about Jersey Mike's. Maybe we'll start there. I don't. Who knows? We, they they are legit. It could be legit. At Jersey Mike. What about Fat Sal's? Do they put their calorie count? I don't on know. There? We'll have to check. We'll uh, check it out. Our friend, good friend of the show, who's been on the show, John J. Little, went to Jersey Mike's, and apparently, when you put a, uh, some money in the tip jar at the register, they're like they have to fucking sing some goddamn song. And he said he was so disgusted he almost took his money out of the tip jar. And then, well, then he, then he, while he was eating, while he, he was eating, he was accosted by like this by fucking, Jersey Mike potentially, yeah, by like some pushy. We think it might have been Jersey Mike by some pushy employees. Like, what do you think of the sub? Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> he goes, little overpriced, if you ask me. <laughs> it's like Twelve dollars. Hey, careful when you go asking people for stuff. He goes, I think I paid thirteen dollars for that thing. Yeah, he goes, worth- I, I told him, I told him the truth. Not worth that, sir. Hey, I think he told. That's about worth seven dollars. About what I would pay for it. <laughs> the guy, the guy was like, hey. "Not what I was looking to hear, but okay." If you want honest feedback, then you know maybe you shouldn't go back. I and- hate when people do shit. Like, don't fucking bother me while I'm eating. I don't want to fucking have to do a customer survey while I'm eating the meal. Yeah, Jersey Mike's is, it might be a good one. There was there was a I've never eaten there. Have you? There was a fr- no uh, no. There was a franchise in uh, Indiana called Miami Subs. Why Miami? I don't know. Is that real like a Miami Vice <laughs> well, exterior? They, they all wear fucking pastel. <laughs> Dude, the outside was like a white with like uh, pink pastel and sell, stuff on it. Do they sell cocaine out of the kitchen? Yeah. They, Tony, Montana was Tony Montana was What do you fucking want, man? <laughs> I was like, I just want a sub and some fries. What kind of fuck? You want fucking avocado, man? <laughs> yeah, no avocado. <laughs> All I have in this world are subs and my balls. <laughs> I'm like, well... I'll just take this up. And I don't break neither one of them for nobody. Uh, I'll take the meatballs up. Fuck the Diaz brothers. He says that, by the I way, know. in Scarface. May I have know. been a direct shot at an unborn Nick and Nate Diaz. They knew they were going to be coming around. <laughs> and then Robert Loge's, Tony, do you know what a hasa is, Tony? It's a pig that don't fly straight. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Of course. One of the best out there. Yeah, all three hours of Your it. Your womb is all polluted. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy used to love, give her another quaalude. She loved me in the morning. My buddy loved that. Hey, Tony, you got a job. They thought they were going to kill him. <laughs> no, he said, hey, man, you got a job. Bauer. Was that, what was his name? Bauer? Uh, uh, the guy he, who played Manolo. He was hanging out with Eleanor at the comedy store He was hanging night. around comedy clubs. He would go yeah. to the Laugh Factory a lot. He was there. Manolo, who fell in love with Tony's sister. Tony did not take no. kindly to it. Tony loved his sister. Like, I loved, loved how his sister, uh, she's supposed to be Cuban, but... Uh, she didn't look Cuban. Right? She's not Cuban at all. The actress. Like, she was white. She's like a redheaded white lady. And they just gave her like a huge perm fro. Yeah. You want to fuck me, Tony? Is this what you want? <laughs> <laughs> that last scene's crazy. Yeah. When he gets shot fucking 800 times. As a, I remember watching it. I was a young, young child. And I was like, I <laughs> well, thought it was four a, years old. <laughs> probably. I thought it was like a porno. Well, oh, like the way it was shot. Yeah, it just the grant, the look, and then at the yeah. end there's cocaine, and I, I was like, what the fuck? Because my it's, dad would be watching. it. A lot of people would be alarmed that 
you were like, as a child, I watched that movie, but then your frame of reference is like, oh, I was a young child. I thought it was a porno because I had seen so many pornos <laughs> that I knew what pornos look like. It had the feel of a porno. <laughs> you were like a young kid. And yeah. You already knew the feel, the sound, the, all go, the oh, senses yeah. of a this porno. This is very porno-esque. The smells. <laughs> the, the erotic tones. Have you ever? Did you have smell-o-vision ever with porno? No. Some of those anal scenes could get pretty brutal. Yeah. No, I yeah, if I wanted an anal scene, I would just put my finger in my own ass and smell it. Oh, that one's that. You're doing that right now. Oh, here's the cum shot look. I'll just jizz in my hand and smell that. I'll just smell a bottle of bleach. Oh. Man, uh, what an animal pack show today. Yeah. Harvey really dominated. I feel like we it. went too hard on the ladies, but I don't think I don't, we did. I don't think we did. I'm disturbed by I it. I have no remorse. I, I don't you you can't turn don't don't cross the boundary of what an Treat the animal with respect for what it is. Why don't try sh- to make it a human because it's not a human. And don't give a human-like quality because they don't possess They're them. sleeping on the floor with it. It's in the bridal part. I mean, it's over the top. It's too excessive. I know. No, that's yeah. why I'm saying I don't feel bad. Yeah, I know. It's. I mean, I do I feel- mean, we're, we're, I mean, they're in pain. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's bad and people get attached to animals. I understand. But- these people are fucking taking it to a step that's insane. It's an insane. You gotta stop. I mean, you said this. you wouldn't date someone who sleeps in the same room. No, I wouldn't. Never mind sleeping. Like say, someone- I'm getting a lot of pressure to get a dog. Really? But I don't like the responsibility. I also said I'll never pick up its shit because I just don't do that. What kind of dog? I don't know. But if it's, she, if it's big, I she mean, was I'd mad be- that I would never. I go, but that's not how I've. That's not how I've decided to live my life. I've lived my life duty free, picking up. Duty Your life free. has been one big trip to the it's duty like I free live shop in the, in the airport. I'm duty free. I don't <laughs> want to pick up a fucking. Why should I torment myself with that? Would if you, this is something that I have a very strong belief that I don't want to participate in. If you cleaned, uh, if you had a kid, would you clean its ass pipe? Well, that's her other concern. <laughs> Why? Because I wanted to hang out with my nephew. He's two. We are gonna take him to the park, but I was like, if he, you have to change his diaper. If he my thing, though, I don't. I pants. think it's different if it's your own kid. Yes, because I have it's, a niece and two nephews, and I'm not that. I, I, they've they've approached me or like that people have said, oh, why don't you change the diaper? I'm like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, because it's not my kid. I, yeah. I I don't bear this responsibility. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I don't think it's when you're. That's the great thing about being an uncle or an aunt is that you're you have, have all the fun, and if anything bad happens, you say, hey, parent. This is your job. Here we go. Handing you and back. You change him over and then bring him back to me when he's ready to have more fun. I'm tossing the responsibility <laughs> back over to you. Exactly. This is something I didn't sign up so for. So I'm with you on that. I don't think you should have to. But then I, she got mad because I said that she's going to have to do it. That's fine. And then she said no. She said she didn't want to. No, she said, well, I'm not going to do it just because you're not going to do it. What if you That's said a good, I did good argument? What if you said I would do it, but you should do it <laughs> I anyway? Didn't say that. <laughs> Same with the dog. I don't. Why you want a dog? I get it. I don't like a lot of responsibility as far as keeping things alive goes. So I've designed my life around that. I suggested to someone recently that I believe getting a dog shows that your fear of being lonely is greater than your fear of touching dog shit in a paper bag or a plastic bag. They disagreed with my theory. Well, they said, I, some I see people, some, there's some validity to it. She said some people let dogs. She said her family had dogs, but they pretty much keep them outside uh, so they don't really pick up dog shit. 
I think that's the best life for a dog to let live outside and have a big wide open space to run it and enjoy run. itself. Yeah, it's, it's being an animal. That's, that's what an animal yeah, does. It's, it, that's what it was. I mean, we haven't bred out everything that made it a fucking wild beast. They're wolves. They're from the wolves, man. They want to howl at the moon. I I could see that, but also I like for me, like I enjoy spending time alone by myself. So I don't need a fucking dog lingering around. Dogs are just for me. It just, it's just I don't a, get lonely. I I enjoy <laughs> private time. Trust me, I'm the same. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't loneliness to me is really a factor. Uh yeah. To me, dogs just add like. Uh, I ever tell the story about a, a lady I went on like two dates with. And just, she, I don't know. Tell it though. I could get some flack for this. This was many years ago. So please don't judge me. <laughs> I think I know you and it was a lot of years ago yeah this is, I was like in my early. young 20s yeah so when I first moved to LA uh, yeah. at the time I met this woman she was older I like what oh, I was thought this the was one older. that you met at the party yeah she was like 32 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. which is, now it's like this is like 13 years ago yeah, yeah there's a long time when I first moved to LA yeah she was like 32 which to me I was like this is crazy but like now I'm like 32 she had big it's, fake titties uh, was that the one let's just yeah maybe okay anyway <laughs> so i hung out uh went on a few dates with her hung out at her place and she had two dogs and i'm not a huge i'm not a dog person i've said that but uh if you have dog you know i'll be like whatever i'll pet your dog and so then uh there was some some hooking up that went on yeah i was in the bed sans clothes and uh you oh, hear yeah. some pawing at the door <laughs> and i'm like what's this about and then uh, the door gets opened and run two uh, two dogs. One was a golden retriever. I don't know what the other one was. Fairly big. Golden retriever proceeds to jump on the bed uh, all over me. Almost clawed my dingus with its paw. <laughs> Did you put your hands over? It? I like I yeah react. I was like whoa, and I like kind of like doubled over and like put my ha- like kind of like get the fuck off me. And she's like, oh, do you not like dogs? I was like, I'm fucking. Yeah, I'm a little vulnerable here. You're fucking mind. I don't care if I love dogs, but like, what did I was in my mind? Like, what's the proper reaction? Should I put peanut butter? Be like, I love fucking dogs. Yeah, let get lick, over here, boy. Let, let bury it, your let face it, in lick there. Lick my fucking here, claw, my asshole. Let me my turn over. Paint. And then she proceeds uh, with very few clothes to fucking put this dog through a fucking routine of tricks. Like, I give a fuck. Just, I'm oh, sitting man. there. I'm like, this is so bizarre. That's I, I feel like dogs uh, for a lot of people. It's just become like a showpiece. Like, yeah. it's something to just add a, a layer of intri- of intrigue to them that they don't possess on their own. I don't know. And it's like, let, hey, I'm gonna spice up my Instagram page. And then uh, she told me the other dog was uh, what do you call it when people have seizures? Epileptic. Epileptic. And, it, and like oh, it was, no. and I was like, and I never saw her again. <laughs> I was like, this is over. And that's also, I, I feel like I also, I'm not an anti, by the way, I'm not anti-animal. Of all people, I've raised pigs in my basement. I had a cow in my fucking backyard. We've had pheasant, quail, geese, turkeys, parrots, fucking cats, dogs. Rat. Rat. Fucking bird. A joy, cockatiel. Chickens in LA. Yeah, we've had, I mean, and I think these animals are great, but I think there's a fucking boundary and a limit. That people cross over. What's the weirdest animal you've had? Uh, and you used to get rammed by goats. Yeah. With the horns. One time I was mad at my brother. I didn't tell him that he was behind him on his back legs. He just fucking hit him in the back, knocked him down. He was so pissed. <laughs> he goes, they could have killed me. Can they break skin? No, but they, dude, I'm telling you. So you get a, a beast like this. It's probably 300 four, pounds. They have horns, right? 
Uh, well, no, this didn't. The ram didn't have, but he, their head. So their fucking head is flat, and it's like a brick. So they can't. So it's get, like a cement. It's can like they it's not rock. get concussed? No, because that their whole thing is they fight. That's how they fight. Can they ram a brick wall? Yeah, they ram anything, dude. But, they do worse than ram a brick. They ram something else that's charging at them at the at the same speed they're going, and they bash together. Yeah, but obviously, it's in the intent though is to see which one has the harder head, right? Yeah, but one of them usually gets knocked back. So it's like a brick wall moving towards you. So it's two brick walls. Yeah. So this thing, when it, it was a cocksucker, because it when What? Literally? Yeah. It was like your cocksucker. But, okay. Uh, it was a piece of shit because when you weren't looking, it would attack you. It would go up on its rear legs, and then it would do like a stutter step and then run and ram you. And it was it was brutal. I, I would mean, wear a steel blade in my knee and just lift the knee up and let Dude, it ram it. You could pound this thing with a hammer probably, and nothing would happen to its skull. Let's, let's try it. Is well, it still we alive? We don't have them anymore. So I've I've dealt. I've you know uh, yeah we've had sheep we've had everything. What I love of, animals. What kind of funerals did you have for these animals? Well, we'd put them in a uh, the bucket of our payloader and then dump them in a in a mass grave. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we'd take their carcass out and try to lure coyotes in so we could shoot them. That's cool. At night. No one said any kind words. There was no like bless this animal. I mean, you know, I don't. That's just the circle of life. Maybe I've just been exposed to so much fucking death that it's like this is just how it is. Speaking of uh, ceremonies and what have you, the Y next to us. By the way, beautiful facility, nice walking track upstairs, yeah. beautiful basketball courts, beautiful pool, which I'm still sad that I couldn't use. Beautiful women. Uh, there were some men. women and men, some beautiful, beautiful, men. beautiful people there. Highly religious. That's though. what I was just going to say. Uh, a lot of like religious proverbs on the wall and big, like big posters and the chapel. There's a chapel when you walk in. I've never seen a Y that celebrates the C and the YMCA much like this has. And it says on there, you peoples. That's talking about the Jews. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know who it. wrote it on there, but above the chapel, it says something. And then it says, I believe you it's like, peoples. I believe it's like a biblical uh, quote. Well, I don't know who wrote the Bible, but there's some. O'Neill and I were wondering: Would anyone letters. ever get married in the YMCA chapel? I would. I, I say think, you met your wife in there. I think Harvey should go in there, so they renew their vows in front of Harvey. Here's my dream: having a Jewish wedding in that YMCA chapel. I could have my bachelor party in the sauna. Yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't look and see the sauna. <laughs> That's true. I, I should have gone in there. That's a good yeah. point. It was but, packed today. We wanted to say we want Friday. The was basketball good. courts Saturday. are packed. Highly contested games. A lot of trash there talking. Was, there was. Uh, I thought a fight was going to break out. The only reason I was watching that game was because I thought that there was going to be fisticuffs. I saw two nice dunks in games. It was, it was a good game. They were like majority of the players were really good, and then there would be like one or two stiffs who were usually white. Daniel Cormier was playing. In that that game. guy was good. That guy looked just like Daniel. That guy Cormier. was a fucking meat hook. He would just go down low, carve out space, and just put a nice hook. People shot. People were complaining a lot. There's a lot of white guys that were bitching and moaning, and a lot of guys telling them, "Hey, man, you're a grown man. Don't yeah. make that call." There were some guys <laughs> where I was like, "I'm embarrassed to be a white man right now because this guy's bitching about something that you shouldn't be bitching." Dude, about. I was seeing a lot of threes just getting drained yeah there was it was it was, it was a good uh, good place Fairly but surprising. All, we're also on a college campus it's true nc state go wolf wolf pack we saw some uh, college women stretching out we did 
I, uh, I hit the track and I. Oh, by the way, O'Neill has oh. his Vibrams. Did talk about your experiences as uh, you're like a country mouse who's been moved to the city. By you're the really way, out of your element. I will say this about this: why piss poor pull up bar situation? <laughs> One of the pull up bars is right next to a fucking wall that has a mat on it, so people that aren't strong enough to do a pull up can like walk up the the fucking mat on the side of the wall to help do a pull up. Folks, it's simple. You need a fucking bar. I don't need any frills to my bar. I don't need any fucking add-ons. I don't need the side grips to do specialty fucking do need, pull-ups. Do you need chalk? I don't need anything. No what I chalk. need is a, a bar, and I need some space for my legs to move. Because you're, uh, you're, you were concerned. I, I didn't see it. Steve Vernazizi said. You were trying to do muscle-ups, like fitting yourself through a small space. Yeah. I also hit my head on the fucking ceiling. <laughs> I tried it on this other bar. I hit my head, and I had to keep my hands right next to each other because that's all the space they gave me on the fucking bar. You assholes. I got news for you. Why couldn't just you put just a do, fucking bar out there. Why couldn't you just adapt, though, and do regular pull-ups? I, that's what I ended up having to do. You And you also said you did not like having to go inside to a gym. You're an outdoor no. man. Yeah, I didn't. It felt very... I felt very claustrophobic. <laughs> because I'm, I do, like I said... When I go, I can st- my leg, my body, everything can swing to as far as the eye can see. I've got the whole world. Your everybody. balls, yeah. So I felt uh, you were wearing Vibrams, new Vibrams. Got my new Vibrams because I wore know what those my are. old they're ones like, out. They're the foot gloves. I wore my old ones out. I had uh, electrical tape on the toes, and there was holes in the bottom. I've heard that makes them enhances them. No, it doesn't. Oh, so I got my new Vibrams. It's getting a lot of weird looks. A lot of people thought I was a hippie. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's big in Raleigh, North Carolina. Probably not. The uh, one thing I'll say is though, the track was concrete. I would have wouldn't have minded a uh, nice rubber surface. Also, too small. I was. Uh, it was small. I did Fif- some sprinting and I almost fucking went off the track. Fifteen laps equals a mile, but I just think they didn't have the space to no, for a I, bigger track. I think then you should have put an outside track or something in because yeah. uh, I, I was when I was doing that sprint lap, I couldn't make the turns barely. Yeah, you, there could could lead to injury. Yeah, but overall, this has been a very healthy road gig. I think I've lost weight on this. Usually, road gigs are fucking a glutton's uh, heaven. Yeah, you're eating dog shit food. You're drinking a lot. Well, luckily, the dog shit food that I ate gave me serious <laughs> digestive issues. You had some stew and yeah. some chili back to back nights, which uh, I uh, thought was a little iffy myself. But, uh, Steve, we're here with, he also had stew and also had some problems. Yeah. So. And you had the chili. <laughs> the chili. That guy. So the guy that brought the chili was paranoid. He was selling the shit. I go, he sold, you asked about the chili. And yeah. so then you guys were, he like felt that he had a chili bond with you and he sold you on it hard. And then he wanted to know, he kept coming back, is it up to your liking? Do you like the chili? Is it? Is it everything I told he you was going to be? He was a very needy server. Yeah. He's like, is this what you pictured when you pictured chili? Who you yeah, like, yeah, fucking chili. meat, beans, and it's a, a bowl of chili. Bowl. I didn't think it was going to be a fucking bowl of cereal that tasted like chili. That <laughs> yeah. was going to chili. He didn't bring out rice and fucking chicken. Do you think it was that food? Because I don't want to indict anyone in this room, but uh, during the night, I, heard, I thought it was a thunderstorm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't see any clouds. I uh, hearing some rumbling. Uh, <laughs> woke up. I thought somebody was moving a desk across the classroom floor. Heard a creaky, uh, pretty loud sound. Uh, I don't know what it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know who that was. Probably yeah. Zach Lunch snuck in here. It could have been Zach Lunch. But wow. uh, woke me up a few times from my slumber. <laughs> uh, I'm a fairly light sleeper. And uh, when I hear loud, thunderous noises... 
Uh, <laughs> sometimes I can wake up in the night. <laughs> well, problem but, with us is we both eat pretty clean diets. Yeah. And so when so. you when you alter that, it can definitely affect your gastrointestinal beefers. It takes your your body to acclimate to the new climate here. Every time, like if I go on vacation, like just it's hard to eat the way you do at home. Where, yeah, where it's so I, I controlled. Eat very simple, and I don't use I use specific spices and not a lot of salt on anything. Are you still use doing your high butter diet. Uh, I do, I don't eat a ton of butter, but I will eat like in the morning, some very fatty, healthy fatty Which is ironic because you used to mock DeWitt for his high butter. Well, also I'm not eating it in this fucking car. I'm not slurping (laughs) down a stick of butter. I do it responsibly. And I do mainly, I try to get my fat from almonds and stuff like that. I once went to a 7-Eleven with you and you melted a stick of butter into a Slurpee. Yeah. I said, hey, this is my breakfast. Can I use your microwave? No. I will use a, re- a responsible amount of butter, but I also use a lot of almonds and st- pack on the stuff that way. I use high-fat yogurt. And weren't you uh, Greek yogurt? Weren't you going with, with no, the ghee, whatever that shit is? I still use the ghee on my popcorn. It's all. What is it? Butter? Alter- butter? It's like butter, is but it it's vegan uh, butter. Oh no! It no. It's uh. What is it? It's like highly fucking filtered How do you spell butter. G i g h e e. It's a uh, karate. Uh, it'll say right what it. It's a uh, clarified butter is what it is. It's clarified butter. He is a class. Yeah, clarified butter. Rain uh, originated in ancient India. Yeah, used in South South Asian. I use a lot of turmeric. Used in Arabic cuisines. Turmeric and pepper. You're a big turmeric man. Yeah, it's uh, what supposed about that to be cayenne. Uh, I mean, I eat I eat hot sauce on everything. Tapatio on everything. Really? Yeah. Love it's them, eating the dude. I eat. I buy the big gallon size of tapatio. Eating a hole in your colon. No, <laughs> no. My. You ever just drink it out of the bottle? No, I don't. Tapatillo. No, I don't. Do you like Frank's hot sauce? No, I don't. I put that shit on everything. That's I don't their like slogan. It. I, you know, you you got me. I tried it at your place, and then I bought a bottle of it, and then I grew to hate it. And I go, <laughs> I'm going back to tapatio. Uh, I like the green. I've gotten someone got me in. Courtney got me into the green uh, Tabasco. Green's too mild for me. See, I, I, I need, need mild. I like pussy. it hot. I like it real hot. Like if I did that Hot Ones wing show online, I, yeah. I, I don't think I could do much past like one wing. You gotta try the hot, hot Thai food. That's yeah, you the hottest once, food. You there once is. went to the Thai restaurant. And they oh, asked dude. what happened. They asked you how hot you wanted it. I said, "Give me the hottest you got." And they were like, "Look at this white guy." And then they were looking from the kitchen as I fucking literally was like, just oh, drenched. I was dripping sweat into my food. White man make big mistake. <laughs> yeah, well, I finished it, fuckers. You know when your mouth is on fire and then you eat warm food, it makes it ten times worse. So I had to just shovel it in the. And you want a date? With a woman? I was I was with a woman that I was trying to get back together with. And you're just sweating into the food. And, Did but, you have a towel? Were you toweling down? Dude, I should have brought a towel. I was your shirt like, sweaty? I should have like like uh dude, sh- that feeling, I hate that feeling. You can't get it to stop. You know what the worst feeling was? Was <laughs> that duty. Yeah, later. That fire oh, ass. It was whew. Did they, did they like give you a prize? Was it like John Candy yeah. and Great Outdoors? Yeah, you know what the prize was? I beat them at their own game. <laughs> but that's not a great prize. Yeah, I walked out of there and you know what they had? Respect for me. You they should- saw me as a weak white man. Guess what? Now I'm a strong Thai brother. So they help, they let you kick tires in their Muay Thai league? <laughs> yeah. Like, you should have at least got a shirt. Like, I ate the spiciest food at fucking Nan Ho's restaurant. And I, only got Nan this Ho's. Shi- I only got this shitty t-shirt. <laughs> All I got was this diarrhea. <laughs> All I got was a fiery ass. Old uh, dragon ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, we should, I got to bring up at the end. I was reading through my annual... 
Christmas edition of the Hamacher and Schlepper magazine. By the way, you could go on uh, Hear Me This Book with Steve Renazizi, a new podcast, and oh, talk yeah. about this catalog. Uh, yeah, this is, I read this catalog. <laughs> uh, they have a flying dragon. It's got a turbine engine in How it. How big is it? It's not. It's got a nine foot wingspan. That's pretty you big. You can't fly in it. Nine foot? You can't fly in it though. That's big. I, I was picturing like a little toy. No, but then on the ground, where it, do you put it? You need a fucking house for well, this. You have to fly. No, you have to fly it outside. Jesus. And so then it has a when it's on the ground, it what, can it what, can blow fire. What's it fueled by? Jet fuel, probably. Care? Oh no, it can run on kerosene or jet fuel. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So it can fly for like how I think big it, is the remote control? It's just like a. I mean, it's not as far as remote control airplanes go. It's not that crazy. I, dude, have you remember when I showed you the jets? These guys fly. No, but they look be like cool. miniature seven forty seven. It'll be cool though. You go to some place where these aeronautical nerds fly their planes around. You put your fucking dragon and you blow. You get it on the ground and you blow fire on some guy's plane and destroy it. I thought it would blow fire when it was flying, so I was super disappointed. But here's the kicker: What's it cost? Sixty. Thousand dollars, sixty. You could buy a used airplane and really fly. You could buy Harvey a new spleen for twenty thousand, dude. You could buy a crappy Cessna one hundred and fifty trainer for fucking less than that, and you could you could fly instead of flying a remote control dragon around. How many of these would you say have been sold? I'd say less than ten. I I I looked the guy up that made them on YouTube. I think he's just hand building them for Hamacher and Schlemmer. Sixty grand. Dude, fuck Who you. Who would buy that? Also, they have a submarine that is, uh, it's a Lotus Elise that you can drive into the water and you can go 30 feet down and it comes with built-in scuba gear. And so you can drive this Lotus Elise underwater. Sounds like a death trap. Yeah. Well, you know what that is? You know how much that is? Two hundred grand. It's two million dollars. Two million dollars. It's two million dollars. It's two million dollars to drive a car underwater. Yeah, a Lotus Elise. Why would you also, even want to do that? It doesn't even come with like an enclosure. You have to put on scuba gear that is built into the What's car. What's the fucking point of yeah. that? You only go thirty feet. Down. What happens if it fucking runs out of gas or whatever it runs? Out? It's electric. What if it runs out of electric? You just start sinking. You know who would buy this stuff and may buy it for Christmas for himself? Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. That's the type of guy. I could see Seagal buying something like that too. For him and Putin? Yeah, to try. Hey, would you like to go underwater in my electric Lotus Elise submarine? Vladimir, would you like to see my dragon? (laughs) It has a nine foot wingspan. It can blow fire only on the ground. I could see him flying it in his Komodo with these nerds out because there's actually a flight field not that far from. Pasadena. I've seen it. We should go do a a live show there and ask guys questions. Yeah, we're like, have you seen the flying dragon? 60 grand for a flying dragon. Do you think Seagal, if he had the flying dragon, would stand on the side of it, get the flame going, and just rip some beefers right into that mouth? (laughs) He would torch them. And he would set kimono on fire. He would be like, this kimono is built out of asbestos. This kimono is not fire retardant. (laughs) Vladimir, put me out. Dude, craziness. So yeah, but always a good, always good to find some interesting buys in the Hamacher and Schlemmer. I've magazine. never even heard of this thing. Really? Until you asked me what Dude, it was. As a kid, me. we always got this it's magazine. It's a catalog. Yeah, like it's like a sharper image type if thing. You, so also, they have a Hamacher Schlemmer store on uh, Michigan Avenue in Chicago, like on that main. You I know, think the this might famous be just main strip. A your neck of the woods type and, thing. Maybe I, I I get it sent to my house in Los Angeles. So Why? Just because you like to see the outrage? I don't know. Stuff? They found me. They tracked me down. They knew I was a fan, and they fucking located. Is it me. like a sharper image? Like is that? It's like sharper image, but for the higher end. If it, it's like, it, it here's what the comparison is. If a sharper image is Toys R Us, 
Hamacher and Schlemmer is FAO Schwartz. Remember that, that place? Defunct FAO Schwartz. Oh, they go out of business? I believe. That was a pretty cool place. I once went in the New York store and saw that keyboard. And did they reference it that one it was in the movie? One of Robert Loge's pubes was still on the keyboard. <laughs> you sure it was a pube? I don't know. Could have been a. I believe there was a sign that said, yeah, or like a picture of the movie scene. I don't know. There's something. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get out of here. All right, thank you guys. Uh, thank you again. It was a nice meeting. Uh, the listeners who came out, I believe someone's coming tonight. Yeah. Uh, with a U. We'll see. Hopefully the shows are good. Said he was going to drive been. three hours. Dedication. Steven, I know. It's Steve, a lot of pressure on us. Steven Bruno couldn't even come and he's in the same town. Dude, don't tell us how far you're driving. It's too much pressure. I know. I got to bring my D minus game instead of my F. I know. I'm, I'm trying. Now I'm thinking about doing a juggling act and some other stuff. Bring props. Pyrotechnics. <clears throat> Bringing that dragon. Raleigh, North Carolina. Thank you. You've been, you've treated us well so far. One more night. Yeah, rally. I'll be back. O'Neal will O'Neal said he could live here as we walk to get bagels. <laughs> An O'Neal proclamation that'll probably change in the next eight minutes, I'm but he did say only going to live here to shut down that place that sells diarrhea stew. The Brunswick stew. You can't say the name of it. Allegedly. <laughs> All right. Isn't that, I mean, are they the only place in the world that sells it? You should cut it down? No, I didn't shut it oh. down. Maybe. I got to play the folk music. Yeah, so. I didn't. I was just looking to make sure it's still oh. recording. Bushman. We're hoping to find you soon, brother. Oh, you said at the at the beginning of the year you want me to take you downtown to where he lives. I do. All right, and I want to bring we'll the equipment. We're going to record. Uh, I wouldn't. I'd leave the equipment somewhere else because we might get robbed. Well, we'll just carry it on. It's us. a rough area. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know what he's where. I don't know what's inside this building. Do you know what's inside? Of course. See, there you go. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Give us a five-star view with some text. Uh, what's the guy's name of the stickers? So let me, I'll look it up right now. Liam? Liam. Liam, I got your information. I will send the stickers up when I get back in town. Sending them out. Uh, yeah, watch our YouTube videos at Danish and O'Neill. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter at Danish and O'Neill, and uh, leave a five-star review on the Danish and O'Neill iTunes. If you'd like uh, to send us Christmas and or Hanukkah presents, uh, you can send them to the Comedy Store. There's rumors the Comedy Store's trying to shut down this uh, mailroom situation <laughs> yeah, they have well, going. No one gave us the memo, so we will, so we will bombard send, them. Keep sending stuff there if you want to send them to us. They had to put uh, Nick's package was in a special area because it was so large. Brody Stevens, comedian, got a fucking guitar somebody sent. I mean, it, 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 they had to put it up on the top of that fucking cabinet. That's thing. where I had ours, dude. This thing, I was like, you need this guy you needs a dolly. A it was huge. <laughs> it was like a refrigerator. What box. if somebody sends us the sixty thousand dollar dragon? I will go out and sell it right away. I would be pissed. I'd be like, just give us the money, and we'll go out and make some product <laughs> oh, for you. Yeah, not that's not that's not drug talk. Well, if the DA is listening. If anybody wants uh, to get us anything, we'll take the two million dollars up. From Emma Kershler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting the shit out of here. Thank Later you. On. Episode 72 is in the books. And that's been After the Show Talk. Wait, wait, wait.
Real quick, after the show talk, George St. Pierre and some other UFC fighters started a fight association, not a union, trying to get better conditions for the fighters. I commend him. It was Bjorn Rebney. Former head of Bellator. And And also, I don't know if this is true, if anybody can clarify, this was on, people claim that Bjorn uh, Rebney was related to the Winnebago man. Which is a documentary, you can find it online, some YouTube clips. But anyway, what I wanted to say, just in this quick after the uh, show talk, George St. Pierre was quoted, and when he's quoted, it's always gold. And he said, without the fighters, uh, the UFC is just three letters in the alphabet. And so, uh, George, we commend you. We stand behind you. You're on a noble pursuit. You keep saying you're doing the right thing, and just like Spike Lee, we believe you are doing the right thing. And just just a quick little thing for Bjorn. uh, Baby Bjorn. Let's not have George come up with these phrases anymore. I think think George is the best mouthpiece for the fighters, and if I were a fighter, I would want him talking for me there's no you in ufc oh wait <laughs> uh, there, you, we, we put the f in fucking uh for the fc we put the f you and tried to fuck the ufc <laughs> if you reverse the first two letters it's f you and then c like c uh, we are doing something good <laughs> and f you like f you <laughs> fucking stupid shit dude that guy they need to yeah. Hey George. No, it's great. I mean he's it's great, but he, hey George. he's not making any progress with comments like hey that. George, maybe you should only speak to the French media because hey, sure. let's <laughs> stick to dinosaurs. That's where your heart is. <laughs> Toys, dinosaurs, and other childlike pursuits. Did he have a great Thanksgiving? He did something on Thanksgiving it was pretty he, good. He uh, wished all his American friends a happy Thanksgiving and it was a picture of him in like some snow area between like a, a giant T Rex and like a giant and something else. <laughs> Like from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, remember that place with the big yeah. dinosaurs, something it's like the that. Desert near Palm Springs, but wherever he was, it looked like it was snowing, and uh, yeah, so he wished everybody. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a child. That's been after the show talk, and we're getting the fuck out of here. Take, Good night. Take her easy.